Coming to get you, Barbara. Good dare. A horror podcast. Brought to you by Big Baby Studios. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Dead Air, a horror podcast. We are your hosts for this podcast, and I'm going to start this time. Usually, we start with the male, but let's start with the girl. My name is Aaron, and I'm one of your hosts. And for the purpose of this podcast, I am the dummy. Well, I don't want to say dummy. I think I've gotten smarter and learned oh, yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. So I am the one who did not go to film school. I am the one who watches films for how it makes me feel. And so when these two film school people start talking about the directors and their, you know, their trademarks and things like that, I'm the one who goes, why? What's their trademark? So that people who don't go to film (laughs) school understand what this podcast is about. I have two other co-hosts with me. Please introduce yourselves. Uh, Should I go first? Yes, you can. Please go ahead. All right. Hi, I'm Miguel. Uh, I love watching movies, but horror movies are a bit of a like blind spot. I'm not super uh, keen on it, but because of the spot, I've been learning to enjoy horror films. Yes, there and, you uh, go. <laughs> I am the exact opposite of Miguel. Um, <laughs> this is all I watch. Um, I, don't, I don't know if that makes me kind of uncultured, but uh, <laughs> or, or does it make me more fun? Depending on the Siberian, yes, that's true. Uh, but yeah, so so so. Uh, so uh, yeah, so I'm I'm a super super duper big uh, horror horror movie fan, and uh, apparently our guest is too. Uh, Aaron, would you like to introduce? Yeah. So our guest, it's very exciting to have her here because not only is she the youngest guest to grace our presence, she is also a musician, independent artist, and the way I know her is she is an activist on the correct side of the political scale. Oh, oh did I just say yes. that? Yes. Oh my God, did yes. I? I did. She I went so did. good. That's I so love good. It. I love it. She went there. All right. So ladies That's and gentlemen, let's welcome to our podcast, Miss Frankie Pamilinan, yes. yes. Hello, everybody. Oh my goodness gracious. I didn't know that the intro was going to be that. I was like, oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. That's on me because that's how I introduced it. Yeah. So hi, Frankie. Welcome. We're so happy to have you I'm here. So Thanks for agreeing to, to do this. Here. Thank you for having me. Like literally, I'm so yeah. excited. I don't think you understand how excited I actually am to get started. I couldn't stop talking <laughs> for the whole time. That we've been <laughs> I think that's fine. We need that. We need that. And we want to know actually first, before anything else, what is your horror origin? Meaning what made you enjoy horror films or the genre of horror in the first place? Okay, so there's two categories and you guys can like choose or I can just ramble on a a bit about both. But like, so there's like, please ramble. Both of them. So like film wise or like, I'm ready, like, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> that's this thing, right? Because it's so hard to um I ended up studying in New York like a semester. And I only realized there that it's actually really weird that in the Philippines magical realism is sort of like and like horror like realism. It's like if somebody says like I can see ghosts. There's no qualms about it. Like you don't argue about it. Mm. You know, it's it's like yeah. you you take that at face value. You're like, yes, okay. So you see ghosts. Like you see mga duende. You know, you go through a field. It's always tabi tabi po. Everything like that, right? And like it was only yeah. when I went to school in the states that I was like, oh, that's not a like. I realized like it's actually <laughs> oh like this is 
really still like an argument. There are people out there who don't believe in ghosts. And so I had mm-hmm. to sort of sit back and be like, wait, that's so weird. Because so my family is um Kuneta side when I say my family, because mm-hmm. Pangilinans are very much um I think because Pangilinans are a lot less I don't know how to put this. They're a lot less fantastical, Just, maybe with like idea, you know. Yeah. But like sure. Kunetas mm-hmm. are very, very especially because my mom's dad was like super old. I'm so sorry, that I, but like he was super old. <laughs> like he was born in nineteen ten. Which is wow. yeah, right? Wow. Which is like ridiculous. Yeah, so right. obviously, like that in itself was sort of like the generational gap makes sort of like the eerie spiritual stuff a little more mm-hmm. hmm, like fishy. Especially since there was a story yeah. when I was nine years old. Basically, my mom was telling us all these stories about how her lolo doll, her uh, her dad, sorry, my lolo, basically would like wake up in the middle of the night because his parents were like farmers, and then one night though, like he woke up, and then there were like there was like this whole crowd of people in his in in the room with him and like only did mm, he, oh he only, yeah he only realized afterwards when his dad was like whispering in the corner so like my mom's lolo was like whispering in the corner or something like that and he only realized when like a couple of them like turned around and they were headless like my <gasps> so yeah my lolo was it. super like really like spiritually sort of under right and all of my cousins can i don't know if anybody's gonna believe this but all of my cousins can see and like fully hear ghosts and mm-hmm. there's like this sort of mildly ongoing theory that because I was in the womb when my dad died, when my mom's dad passed away. So mm-hmm. I can only hear mm-hmm. them, which is like mm-hmm. weird. Oh. But like, that's the, so like, that's the thing. It's not like, I don't know like how real that is, but like, I do hear stuff. And <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I can't explain <laughs> that I hear stuff, but like, so that's a thing that happens. And I don't know, people might think I'm crazy, but like, I think Pinoy is more That's often. making me laugh so much right now because I see how uncomfortable Miguel is. I, I was just going to say, like, I can see him right now. I know what's going through his head. Yeah. When you were telling your story, I could see him already shaking his head. You know, like he's yeah, really, he ahead, was sorry. so weird. Like his whole um, but I will always hear stories about this. Like I think they had like a house in Baguio way back in the day that they would never hire security for. But at like the same hour every night, all of the locks in the house would just click, like closed. <laughs> and oh, at some it. point, this house was broken into, and the people who broke into the house were there until sunrise, until other people were able to come in and like inter- <laughs> because they couldn't find the exit. <laughs> Like stuff like that. Oh, so, yeah. It. So that That's was so my good. mom's dad. Yeah. So like he was really like super like weird, right? Like super hella. And like that's the thing. It's you know, I don't even question it because he was so old. Like I don't think that any of that yeah. was fake because sure. I fully believe it. I'm, I'm too scared to believe otherwise. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Miguel. Miguel is loving this. Miguel yeah, is know, loving parang, this. Sorry, justify your not watching, not rewatching the movie we're about to discuss. Really, really, is it <laughs> no. justified though? Is it? No, it's it just it's justified no. for me, man. I'm the no. person not to sleep in this house. <laughs> oh my god! No, there's no get going around this, Miguel. <laughs> but that was oh my god so that was amazing that's your horror that's, origin that's in your real personal life, life. For, in per, films yeah. Yeah. Yes. for film wise it's a little simpler than that my mom loves horror movies due to childhood so, experiences so of her own right yeah. and because she also, it's, okay. my mom also uh, loves like escapism stuff whenever she's stressed mm. her number one she's sort of like you know if people are like fight or flight my mom is and even though she won't acknowledge that she's 100% <laughs> flight and part of that <laughs> is like watching like 
movies and I, I remember asking her I was like mom like why is it whenever you're like whenever she her eyes are like maga or something she's like really stressed about her working and stuff like that mm-hmm. when I was really small I was like why is it whenever I catch you like sort of like mi- like after a cry she's watching a horror movie and she's like because I just want to be reminded <laughs> that people ha- have worse problems and I was like, oh. <laughs> like, really, like I love it <laughs> Oh, so good. And to this day, so like whenever I'd be sick, and I was sick a lot as a kid, like sickly, super, I don't know, but I'm like, whatever, right? My mom would always watch horror movies with me when I was sick because my fever was not a demon. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what her, I don't know what her knowledge, like her logic was there, but it helped a lot. And that's why I have, I think I have a pretty high like fear tolerance, like level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Developed over the years. Yeah, because yep. yeah. yeah, and like, your I went film on... choice was damn. Yeah, <laughs> damn. Mm-hmm. Good, job. Like, Good job. Good job. Because I figured, right? That I saw the list that you guys sent, and then I was actually thinking for doing Conjuring Two, because that's probably mm-hmm. the only um, in recent memory that's probably <laughs> the only horror film that really actually scared me. Because I don't normally get spooked. <laughs> but have you I'll, seen the first one? I saw because the first one. I but can tell was, you. I can tell you one of our hosts hasn't, <laughs> even though he was supposed to. Oh, yeah. my God. So I, I'm so glad I'm so glad you didn't pick two, because that would mean I'd have to see one and then two. Oh my god. <laughs> I was gonna pick Audrey too. I have a pretty um because yeah. the thing about it is I know that the exorcist would have probably scared me more than it did if I didn't watch it with my mom. And I'll explain why once mm. we get there. Mm. <laughs> because but the conjuring, like the conjuring was really annoying. And all of those naman, like in recent memory, I think every good horror movie I've seen recently, you feel a bit of like that it's cut from the cloth of the exorcist, no? Sort of. That's yeah. right. Absolutely. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. So yeah, we mentioned the exorcist already. Thanks for, oh, uh, for picking this movie. No, no, no. No, no, no. Thanks for picking this movie. Yeah. And um, I'm sure a lot of people have seen it, but maybe some people who are listening to this have not seen it. So we'd like to know the synopsis of this from someone who was supposed to watch yeah, the movie. Sure, totally. and first of all, first sure, of all, I, I want to make I, sure that this I isn't can do you this. reading the yeah, IMDb yeah. page. Yeah, you want me to show a mirror to the screen and then you can see that it's only our window that's open. <laughs> so I was just going to point out, I was just so going to point out, now it's really interesting now, our youngest guest, Picked out a classic movie. Yes. Na was shown way before she was born. And in fact, uh, the first time I saw this movie, which was the sort of uh, re-release. Was, also the I saw last it, time you saw the movie. Yeah, the, last, the first and last <laughs> time I saw the, this movie, I saw it also before she was born, which is kind of amazing. <laughs> <laughs> amazing, <laughs> so, or, amazing and terrifying in like a life way. <laughs> <laughs> so the movie's that uh, the movie's Exorcist, the Exorcist, and uh, it's sort of um, up there, talaga, with one of the scariest movies ever. So to summarize, um, there's this little girl. She's the daughter of an actress. This this little girl is uh, sorry, what's her name again? Uh, Linda Reagan. No, Bla- no, Reagan. Linda. No, Linda. The, Linda, Bla- Linda Blair. Yeah. Super famous for be like as a, for coming out in The Exorcist. Until now, it's her trademark. Uh, so she's this child and first sorry the movie opens pala if i remember correctly in some other country like they're in an uh an archaeological dig and that's where we're introduced to one of the priests played mm-hmm. by mark von uh, sidown max, they say yeah. his name right max max super love that actor and then so it now they're in uh the states and the kid is possessed 
or parang exhibit some really weird symptoms of something. So they bring her to the hospital. The doctor says it's not physiological; it's probably psychological. And so I, can, I think they get a priest, and then the priest comes, and I think the priest is overcome, so he gets a backup priest to help him out, right? Okay. And then they and they do battle with a demon. Mm-hmm. It's so scary, and then things happen, like heads turn. Uh, things come out. Uh, there's para there's, things there's, the heads turn. There's pee vomit everywhere. There's pee vomit. There's also a weird, really icky scene with a crucifix, and then many languages are spoken, and then some some priests die, which is kind of sad. Some priests <laughs> some, die. Okay, some yeah, of them so, technically, yeah, 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 yeah. Two of them die, I think, and then, <laughs> and then, but they're successful. Got it. Cool. Okay, so uh, <laughs> super uh, details because yeah. I saw it over thirty years ago. <laughs> yeah, so I was just gonna ask uh, Frankie, what do you think of uh, Miguel's synopsis there? Um, I I would give that. Oh, no, yeah, like, great as somebody, I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of somebody who's probably never seen the film. So I'm thinking, if I heard that synopsis. I might avoid yeah. it with a ten foot pole, but also I would be, <laughs> <laughs> but also I would be delightfully intrigued. You know, just like oh. delightfully intrigued. Yeah, okay. I, I think I think it was a pretty good summary. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. 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 <laughs> I'll forgive it. I'll forgive it. I, I hate you guys. <laughs> Come on, you. <laughs> Thank you. Just saying, we watched it. You know. Yeah, we, we watched, watched it. Again. <laughs> we we watched yeah, yeah, good, it. Good, 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 you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, well, first of all, Miguel brought up a great point. Now, I'm, I'm I, I think it's. Uh, You're welcome. <laughs> Well, which point do you think I'm going to refer to? Whatever it is. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, well, I'm, I'm also, I was also really surprised that you, you picked a classic um, uh, for, for someone who's really young. Um, and it's, it's also funny, like we've had a lot of uh, older guests on the show and they picked the newer films. So it's, mm. it's, it's really, it's really, it's, it's kind of fun. Like, uh, <laughs> it's kind of like, fun. Uh, it's, it's not a, it's not a, it's, there's no set rule to like, you know, um, for 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 what 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 you enjoy or, or don't enjoy, yeah. so yeah. yeah. And I actually want to thank you because I also haven't seen it in a long time, and I wouldn't have watched it again if you didn't uh, pick that movie for this podcast. And it's funny because when I watched it, there were so many scenes that I don't remember. I don't mm. remember this archaeological dig. <laughs> I don't remember. There was a scene where in the church, the priest was just going to bring something and then the Virgin Mary had like... Oh, that's yeah. one of the scariest pointy. scenes for me. Yeah, that was freaky. So yeah, thank you. That was so <laughs> scary. Like, what did I see? Why, Miguel? Why did you put no, your hands nothing. Up? It's just like whenever somebody says something from the movie, I don't make anything flashback. I'm like, ah, not so cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I remember that scene. That was kind of scary. Like... <laughs> It was pretty scary. It was pretty yeah. scary. Yeah. I, what I think- scared you the most about it, Frankie? No, that's the thing. I don't remember being outright scared of it at any point. Like, I don't say that to like flex. I say that because my mom was watching it with me. And here's the problem with uh. that. Here's the problem with that. She she is she has commentary. She's like, you know, <laughs> like audible commentary. And I think that's why I wanted to talk about it a little bit because the, the truth is that I wanted to rewatch it and sort of be like, you know, I want to get, get scared by this because I know that it's really scary. Like people were like, I know mm-hmm. the history of it because my mom was obviously spending that whole archaeological big introduction. She was going like, you know, back in the day, like in the theaters, like people would like go out and like throw up because of this. And I'd be like, oh, <laughs> well, now that I'm <laughs> in bed, <laughs> now that I'm in bed with the flu, 
now we're gonna watch this like mom what if i you know <laughs> and like i love my mom she's slightly insane which is my favorite part <laughs> of her i think i got a bit of it as well so we'll see <laughs> but like i remember it's I um, see it. <laughs> she has like there's like this scene right where reagan you know like where there's all like the vomit and stuff like that like we're already like right in the heat of it and i remember that scene so clearly not even because it affected me on any like sort of disgust level It affected me because the second like the door opens and like a- enter scene right, my mom's fir- the word the first word out of my mom's mouth is I bundle and I'm like <laughs> like you know like now I can't be scared or like when like there's like yeah. a or like when there's like a jump scare situation or like when the I know she's just like suddenly she'll just go like ee! and I'm like mom well, now I can't appreciate like any of this. she'll be like bulaga and I'm like stop like you know want to watch like. But that's why. So it's so interesting to me because she's tainted so much of my horror taste. <laughs> also, that if I'm in any like, I'll be on like a date or something, and then we'll watch a horror movie because obviously, oh, like she, she'll probably get scared. I don't know. But like, it, sitting yeah, there yeah. watching it happen, right? I hear my mom's voice at the back of my head, and it just it, it ruins <laughs> everything. It ruins every mood because I'll hear her go like. <laughs> Like mom, like I don't want to know. This is ano? Suspend. This is this is next this is next level parenting. It is. It is. Even when you're on a date, parang you can hear her voice. Exactly. It's really conditioning. I think that might have been the strategy. I think that might have been it. Because to this day, I can't watch. But that's why I I I wanted to sort of. That's the other thing. Also, I was only able to skim through it, so I wasn't able to like watch the whole thing again. But I did buy the director's cut, the extra long one, yeah. because why not? So like I skimmed through that. So good. Because my my brother was with me. My brother, my baby brother, whose name is also Miguel, and he was easily scared. Like, he like, was like with me, <laughs> and he was like, so I, had, <laughs> I had to like skim through it, and then every time he'd like come in, like, Ate, what's that? Like, why are there like spikes on like the head? Like, why are there? Why is there blood, Ate? I'll be like. That's just makeup. It's just a costume. Like it's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. He came out. I think he wants to say hi. Oh, sure. Everybody got shy. Okay. It's like Miguel looking at his past self. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> There's something about the movie, pal, that surprised me. So I assume now that that iconic. Upside down, the stairs crawl yeah. thing. Was that in the original also, or also no. on the later? Oh, oh shit! I thought it was. Yeah. It was in the '99. Because um, yeah. I remember one. that. Yeah. Um, I remember when they were showing the the trailer, trailer. in the theaters. Yeah. yeah, that was the and one. That, that was really, the one yeah. Yeah. that they were touting that like uh, we we've got new footage <laughs> and then it's terrifying and look at the spider walk. Uh, yeah, I don't think they could have taken that in the 70s, no. Ah, yeah. it's, it's, it's really scary. You no, know, yeah. So you saw it on the trailer. I knew it was gonna come, but when it happened, I kind of lost my mind. Parang <laughs> yeah. what the fuck happened there? Parang, yeah, yeah, galeng. It's anyway, like, sorry. I, and I think what what creeps me out about it also, it, um, this movie and The Omen, they share this in common, and I'm oh, sure man. a lot of other horror movies, but like those two in particular, like the stories out of out of set for me were the ones that I was like, whoa, that's like kind of eerie, right? That's kind of scary. Mm. Like I remember <laughs> The Exorcist, right? There were so many like on set accidents, and people like like the actors yes. were like all suffering injuries and stuff like that. And I don't know if that's mm-hmm. if it's my ultra religious 
family that's like making me think that or like you know just straight up because that's what my mom was saying but she was like that's just because like somebody out there that means that there's something out there that doesn't want these stories to be told and I was like I was like (laughs) I was like that's so eerie but that's why so like that's why it's so carved into my memory as like because it almost feels as if you're watching something happen unfold in real life you know because like stuff like that has happened there's like tapes of I don't know how real that is, but like there are tapes of like exorcisms <laughs> go around, and I know that my Lola did a couple of exorcisms supposedly at home and things like that. Oh. Yeah, oh. my mom's girl mom. is loving exactly. it. <laughs> jackpot, jackpot, to jackpot. But that's why. <laughs> it really, so it really, like the I feel like it's such a, it's such an iconic. I mean, obviously, because it was so controversial yes. at the time, right? Like, nobody yeah. was able to search. But in so many studios, so many studio heads were like, let's not put this out and everything. I mean, obviously, also, there was a lot of, you know, about the scenes in itself, like that scene mm. with the crucifix and everything like that. But yeah. I just, God. it's so interesting. It's still to, so jarring. It is. Like, there's nothing out there like, that's yeah. as gruesome as this anymore. And, like, yeah. think about it. Yeah. Like, think about it now in this context, in the world that we live in. And then, Back then, but yep. like no wonder people were out there mm. making like leaving the theater just to like throw up or like do things like that. Like <laughs> Dude, seriously, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is like watching it again because I know it. I when we started this podcast, the, I one of the first questions we asked each other was like, "What was the scariest movie?" I answered The Exorcist because it, I remember mm-hmm. it really terrified me because again, like like you, I was raised in extremely. Uh, Catholic background yeah. or like uh, religious <laughs> yeah. background. Yeah. So religious horror is the one that really gets See? to me. So that's why this is really, really big for me. But uh, <clears throat> but uh, watching it again, it's like, wow, it, it lost nothing of its like, yeah. it, it's so jarring. Like the, the, the imagery is so jarring. Cinematographically, it's a, so good as well. Like the lighting yes. and oh, everything. Oh God, like, yes. <laughs> I just that, know, that like, famous, the famous shot of, yeah. of uh, Father Marin walk, like standing in front of the Yes. The house is, yeah. is incredible. Yeah. That's so good. Actually, yeah. Why? What do you remember? Really? What do you remember from <laughs> 25 years ago? Because they also used it as the poster, <laughs> They box, yes, they true, jog. Yeah. Like, yes. what the fuck? Really? Priests are doing this? So when I watched it again earlier, I was everything the priest was doing, I was like, priests go to the bar? Priests, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Go to parties and sing? Do priests do this? Priests I think sort of Irish look like long. Sylvester Stallone <laughs> as well. Like yes. I remember Father watching Karras. it. <laughs> um yeah. well, that's actually the, this is the part where I re- what I really this is what I really want to talk about this movie. Mm-hmm. Um because everyone remembers remembers uh, uh, when you think about the Exorcist, you think about Reagan, mm-hmm. and you think about the head turn, and you think about the 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 pea soup vomit, and you yeah. know the the uh, the the crucifix scene. Mm. Um, for me, like this movie is really Damien Karras. Like he mm-hmm. is like for me, he is one of the my favorite uh, on screen characters that has ever. Which been, one is he? Uh, the first made. priest. I. I mean, if you watch it again. You would know, but you He's saw this priest. movie twenty five years ago. So. He's the first priest, right? <laughs> it's Father Karras. He's the younger yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. He looks Stallone. like Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, like, yes. and then he had to call for backup, right? Yes, mm-hmm. yes, that's him. But he's the one who left the the exorcism, right? Because yes, he, he, oh, he, he left mm-hmm. it. 
Did he leave it, Miguel? He, <laughs> he left? Freaked out. She was from told what I to leave. Ah, Father from Martin what told From what I remember 25 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your uh, 25-year-old input. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, yeah, so so like you said that uh, you, you compared this to, to uh, the Omen. That's something that they have in common, right? The name Damien. That's very big mm-hmm. name in, in horror mythology. When when we were when I when we got pregnant with with my wife uh, and we found out it was a boy, one of the first names that I was like throwing out was like, "What do you think of Damien?" And then like she was like, "No, that's a cursed name. It's a cursed name." Like Damien the Omen. Everyone thinks of the Omen. I actually meant Damien from Damien Karras because I love the Father Karras. Yeah, like, Father Karras. Like I, I, he's such a great character. Like I love his art. Like exactly what you guys were saying. Like. What Aaron was saying, like, wow, he boxes, he goes to the bar. Like, actually, in the book, he he's a big film buff. So in, oh, in the book, um, he's a he 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 he's really good friends with the detective. I don't know if you would remember the detective uh, from watching it uh, 25 years ago, Miguel. But in the film, there is a detective, nope. and he's close friends with Father Karras, and they watch movies together. Uh, and so I was like, wow, this this character is so cool. He 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 boxes. He he goes jogging. He's like. He has this cr- big crisis of faith. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a, but he's also like the counselor for for other priests. And then, and he's so open about about like his his doubts. And oh man, he has this whole uh, relationship with his mother and his guilt about not being able to take care of her all the time. Oh um, man, it's, it's, it's incredible. I wish, it's just, I, wish I watched cares. the movie. <laughs> I wish you did too. Uh, same, same. <laughs> But he yeah, seems like so, such an interesting, well-shaded super, character. Yeah. Super. But I think so, yeah, so I when think I think, I'm sure, I'm sure I felt this way when I first saw it 25 years ago <laughs> about this character. I think that's what draws a lot of people to it, though. It's that um, because yeah. that, for the time, right? Like nowadays, I guess you get a lot of like horror cliches within, where it's sort of like we all know that there's probably a jump scare there. Like, don't go down that hallway. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's always like, parang have you have, have you guys ever seen those like maps of um, Marvel movies? Where they say yeah. that there's like a first battle and then there's like a calm one and then there's like a hero's um parang mm. journey anguish situation and then so like same same for horror movies now, right? Like I can think of so many like only ever so often is there usually like a twist now. But the thing about this is I feel as if that like in terms of its age, especially, like that's exactly what made it so that still makes it so good now because you can tell that like there were no there, there was no blueprint for the exorcist. The exorcist is the blueprint. Yes. Like there's, yes. it, it follows no cliches because it started all those cliches. It follows no it. guideline. It's just this, it had to be a completely new, different vision situation. And the fact that they were able to, can I just say, Max von Sydow passed away only last year. And yes. only yes. then did I remember, like I remembered that vaguely from before thinking, but they aged him up so much for that film. Yeah, and he was, it, I just read tacky. that. He was 46 in this movie. Yeah, it didn't look that weird. He really. looked like he was like 75 or yeah. something. Yeah, and that was like, like that in itself. That just proves, I think, like cinemat- c- cinematographic like excellence, right? In terms of the lighting crew and then the effects, yes. obviously, were also very like, hmm. And the fact that it still gives people chills today. like that's, it, it aged so well. It did. It aged so well. It really did. I mean, for the three of us that, that saw it recently, <laughs> it, yeah. it, and we can say that it aged so well. Yeah, I was um, gonna say, see the, I guess the character of uh, see Father Karras, is he? Was yes, see, Father Karras. I think yeah. I think he's the avatar for all of us. You know, parang super flawed. Uh, yes. we're a, we're a witness to all these crazy things happening, but mm-hmm. sometimes we don't have the power to completely solve it, and we need help. 
So I think that's his value and that's why people relate to him a lot. Mm. Yeah. And I liked it so much that they made us care so much in the beginning, even for Reagan. They made her so cute, yeah. you know, yeah. they made her so sweet. That's why it's, that's even more jarring when she becomes, uh, when Pazuzu uh, yeah. takes over her body because you see her as a kid and she's so innocent. And, yeah. And, and she, like, she was so she's sweet. She's introduced as a 13 year old. Yeah. yeah. And then suddenly, like, masturbating with a cross. Like, I, yeah. I'm, I was still so shocked watching that mm-hmm. scene again. Mm, and right. even the build-up towards it, they didn't give anything away when that widget board, that really quick scene with the widget oh, board, yeah. mm-hmm. they didn't Howdy. even extend that. It was just a, a quick like, oh, Captain Howdy's here. Oh, Captain then he Howdy, didn't yeah, even so. he didn't even answer her question, yeah. right? So you're kind of thinking, yeah. okay, what's this? Like, who's that? Like, it what's really happening? built up. Yeah, I think so good. All of the elements also in it were just really, it was paced really well. Also, like I know it's yeah. so yes. long, but it was based really, really well for what it is, right? because there's so many other things that they could have focused more on. But like, I feel as if they were just the overall message was really just like, like it really made you feel so helpless by the end, you know? And I think that yes. that was the whole point. It was like, let's drive an audience to just utter mm. absolute helplessness. And then yes. like, you know, let's take everything, let's strip everything away because that's the whole point. It's like, it's supposed to be super bleak and hopeless. It's supposed to. Yeah. 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 As opposed to, because I, I guess now there's also like really nice like sort of like resolution situations, but like the conjuring, like we were talking about that, but just like now, like all oh, the families back together and things, and then it makes you feel like mm-hmm. light and things like that. But the thing about the exorcist is after that, I didn't feel better. <laughs> like I don't know. No one, know no one won. Yeah. It was like, it's still out there. You know, it was just casting yeah. all of their body, but it's still out there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we like have to only- watch the circle right after to kind of like all right, <laughs> yeah. wala na to, wala. reality TV yeah no, okay, perfect, perfect love yeah, island love island so good anyway so, so good so, so good, good. <laughs> team team Courtney anyway. oh same same okay yeah. that's enough that's yeah. enough of yeah. that all right, all right. Well, <laughs> I am again lost in this conversation <laughs> um, maybe maybe you saw it about twenty five years ago <laughs> um, so so I've been Goog- so I've been googling and you know who Jason Miller reminds me of he kind of looks like. Uh, Gabriel Byrne. Yes, yes, yes. I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. And Gabriel Byrne also appeared in a horror movie that's about exorcism too. It super freaked me out. Stigmata. Remember Stigmata with Patricia Arquette? Patricia Arquette. Yeah, Yeah, and he also plays the priest. And this movie came out in 1999. So in 1999, when I probably saw this exorcist remake, uh, sorry, reboot or revival, it's probably the same year I saw Stigmata. And I think I was kind of exercised that out for that year. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's enough. Puro priest battling ano eh, possessions. Eh. He's, yeah. a, he's a father. I don't know if you know that uh, actor Jason Patrick. He was in Speed 2. Oh! He replaced what? Keanu. Uh, I actually, my mom also yeah. made me watch Speed but she was so mad about <laughs> us. She said you're not allowed to watch Speed 2 because my mom is utterly yeah. in love with Keanu Reeves. So I know the yeah. face of Jason Patrick. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I know his yeah, face because I know Patrick. we had to curse it every single day because my mom is such a Keanu <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yes, but doesn't he look, I, like, see Father Karras, that, that guy, Jason Miller, like, just to go back, you no, know, like, yeah. I, I just, uh, it's a, his end is so painful for me. Like, mm. Frankie, you were saying that, you know, like, you, you, you watch this movie and you're like, wow, there's, you don't feel good. <laughs> Even though yeah. they technically defeated Pazuzu, uh, he's still cost? out there. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> what cost? Exactly. But like, yeah. he's a but like his only win. Their only win was uh, 
he got he got him out of uh, out of Reagan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's yeah, it's just such a tragic story. It's so tragic. That's why I really love Father Karras. I think I think, but the way it ended, I was kind of like, huh? Because I forgot that that happened, and I was like, huh? You know, yon. Yeah, he said, come into me, come into me. So he called Pazuzu into himself, and then in a moment of clarity, he he killed himself. Yeah. So. So and that's why, right? Like you so don't painful. see that now. Usually, you see it like yeah. cast, like get out, like demon, like in the name of everything like that. And then mm-hmm. suddenly, there's like light, and there's like a breeze and everything, right? But then there, it's like, <laughs> like and then like suddenly yeah, yeah, the orchestral yeah. music comes in, and you feel as if everything is really peaceful. It's no longer like the the heavy bass sounds <laughs> and things. And yeah. like the warm tone, the color grading suddenly warmer. Like I can, like, mm. like that's usually I can name so many movies right now where it's exactly the same thing. And I think that it's like yeah, that's why. Like to this day, I think that's why there's like such an effect with it because you can't you can't replicate that man. It's and it's mm, it's no. literally just like you lose everything and you're just like well. Yeah. Wow, especially because I think we're made to be so attached to Father Karras's like character in Adiba. Like to us, it's like okay, so yeah. there's this sweet, like innocent, like beautiful little girl. But at the same time, I think he got more screen time than she ever did. Like obviously, and so like yeah, yeah. you know, we're sort of seeing things through his lens or like his perspective most of the time in the film. And so you yes. yeah. you feel sort of like wait, like what a what a waste. It's so yes. Mm. I was, I was because you're rooting for him also, like yeah, like oh man, that that scene where where she starts talking in his mother's voice, <gasps> yeah, yeah. Demi, Demi, why you do this to me, man? But you know, if you Yikes. think about it, Macho, he was put out of his misery, Naren, because he was so guilty. He was so he was guilty the so yeah, whole time about his yeah. mom. So maybe he found peace. But that's the I thing, though. It's sort of like and about his faith too. Like he was really. You know, doubting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I think it before he he killed himself, he he came to terms with his own faith. Like uh, he he accepted that you know, um, yeah, basically, yeah. That, uh, you know, <laughs> you know like, God and the devil exist. Exactly. Basically, that in his in his world. And that's so important. Yeah. Also, I think what you were mentioning earlier about like you know having grown up in like such a deeply religious family and like deeply religious society as it is. No, Pinoys are super religious anywhere you go. I think that like just seeing it's always going to be scarier for me to see religious iconography and horror stories because it defines so much of like how i Same. still continue to live my life you know how i've always lived my life and like how i like I've, I've sort of stopped like i think in recent like months long i was sort of realizing like obviously i i tend to take like a more personal like i i feel as if my personal view of my faith is more important to me than any sort of establishment but that's just for me you know right. but at the same mm-hmm. time it's like growing up like within establishments and like respecting still like certain establishments like specific parts of it like it's so scary to see and I still you know I still believe in Jesus like I still believe in you know in everything like mm-hmm. that and it's like it's like wait like don't do that to the cross like don't do that like please and I think that's what actually when out. I was watching it earlier my roommate and I were like do non-Catholics get possessed? And we were thinking about it. Mm-hmm. They, there's it other, there's other, no, there's like other, no, yeah. there's a no, but I'm, I mean, that's why I guess every faith has like some version of an exorcist. Also, yeah. Which mm-hmm. is like, wow. No, it's like one I, of those. I grew up, 
I grew up in a born again church, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think I think sa amen they call it an oppression, like mm-hmm. they, like mm-hmm. the person is being oppressed by a demon, parang yun. By oh yeah, yeah. By or the devil, yeah. Bigger force. Yeah. 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 How are, were were you religious, Miguel? Yeah, I grew up in uh, going to Sunday school and uh, mm-hmm. what what do you feel about uh, like religious horror? Uh, it scares the shit out of me, but <laughs> obviously, but. Oh, pero, kasi it's, what it's, doesn't? But yeah. Huh? Yeah. What? Well, what what's what what's there a movie that I was super scared of? Misery. <laughs> oh, or, 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 or even the torture porn movie that was okay lang for me. What was that? Oh, again? yeah, yeah. Um, I, but anyway, like anytime it's religious horror, especially from the audition, yeah. Or especially from the Christian like uh, tradition. I grew up in that tradition, kasi, so it's still close to home a lot. Sure. Yeah. So I still remember everything. All the Bible stories are, fr- you know, but yeah. the, the, the very idea of the devil is freaks you out. So malas pa yung impact on me. It's still one of the scarier genres for me there. Sure. Yeah. How about you, Aaron? Super what? curious. Religious horror. Yeah. Well, I remember in the past podcast, I was saying no, it's the ghosts that scare me. It's uh-huh. Mumu. It's ghosts, mm. and um. I was saying that religious horror is okay. Like, it shocks me and ganon. But when I watched Exorcist again today, <laughs> mm-hmm. I think my mind changed a little yeah. bit. <laughs> I messaged the group, sabi ko, you yeah. know what? Maybe I was just being pakul in high school. Yeah. <laughs> this doesn't scare me. Because it scared me it's today, so man. It's so fucking scary. It's so scary. No, Imagine. Like, yeah, sorry. Go. No, go the first time I watched this was... In a haunted house. I grew up in a fairly haunted house. No, I'm not kidding because I, there were, and that's the thing. It's like, I can't ever explain this to people in like a setting that is not precisely for this, right? It's like, imagine yeah. bringing this up. But like, I would see doppelgangers of my sister, of oh my, my dad. God. I would be playing in my playroom and then I'd hear my dad go, Kaki, from like pretty, and then I'd, I'd like open and I'd be like, yeah. And like, he wouldn't be there. Oh, He'd be shit. at work, but I'd hear him all the time. Or like uh, I'd be like in the sh- in the shower or something and like getting like dressed after like it- it's nighttime now like the sun just set everything like had like a play fest outside playing badminton you know with my sister everything like that and then I'd like parang chill lang to the day suddenly the sun starts setting right and then I enter my room and there's like a girl in the corner of the room and like her back is like to me and they never look at me ever it's not like her face and like. Get out of here. <laughs> and that's the thing. But like, Miguel, Miguel's, only, Miguel's done for the night. I'm so sorry. But like, and then like suddenly, she'll like enter my closet. And then in the closet, I just oh, hear them God. start going like, she's here. Like, everything like that and everything. It's so, and that's, and that, so that's, I watched that movie having grown up in that house. So I think I realized recently that I must have like repressed so many of those memories because it's just like, yeah. you know, it's like, no more. Like, it's fine. Miguel, this is Miguel's nervous laugh. Just I'm so know, sorry, like, Miguel. He's freaking out right now. Because <laughs> that's the thing. But I remember also watching it sort of like towards the end being like, so that's the strategy. Like, that's how we defeat them. Because I knew, I was like, at some point... <laughs> I was preparing for a war. You would have to confront them. Yeah, I was like 13 and I was like, so that's how it happens. Okay, that's what I have to do. And I was like, mom, like, do I have to know this? And she's just like, yeah, just remember to cover yourself in light. And I was like, okay. So to this day, it's like ingrained in my head. Like, I know what to do, I guess, in case of a demon attack, which is so weird. But that's... Yeah, getting my mom like if I may call her Tita Shawi. Yeah, because it's like, 
Like instead of like usually others from other answers, you know, it's fine, Iha, just pray or something. You know, it's that's not real. But your mom is like, yeah, remember that. It's yeah. useful. No, and she fully like she would give yeah. me like holy water, like little bottles, like to keep next to bed and stuff. Because we all knew we were in a haunted house. Like we all knew. You'd take yeah. pictures and there would be like shadow figures in the back of like the you know the setting and things like that. And I remember playing with a ball in the garden. And then suddenly it like rolled to like a hallway. And then like, you know, I and, I and then I went like that and I was going to go look for it again. And then the ball started bouncing up the stairs. And I was like, wow. Okay, that's really weird. Wow. Yes, it's no, like, that's, not, that's, not the peak of that's not the peak of this story. That's not the peak. Huh? It started bouncing up the it's stairs. Not- and then I went so, and then it like settled at the very top of the stairs. So like, and the thing is at the top of my stairs was my older sister's room. My older sister was in college at this point. She was in Paris for college. Mm. And mm. I didn't, I knew that. I knew that she was abroad. And the thing is, my older sister's room was like glass doors, okay? With like sort of parang some blinds, but like they weren't really fully drawn. And it was locked because she was in college. So, but, you know, I was mm. like, why is the ball here? So like I went up and like I picked up the ball and my sister's sitting there inside the room with her back again. Mm. So like the, to the door mm. like this. Sorry, I turned around the mic. <laughs> no, no, but like, yeah, <laughs> with her back to the door. And her hair is super long and she's like there and she's like, I, don't, I forget if she was drinking like coffee or something, but she was doing something at the table, but super slowly, like really scary. Mm. And then I was like knocking on the door, like, wait, Ate's home? Like, I didn't know Ate was home, everything like that. And like when I knocked on the door, she fully stood up and again, didn't turn around oh. to look me in the face, but she stood up mm. and like, she just really slowly like crossed to like the other side of the room. And when I looked in, she disappeared. It just became a horror telling so, story. I know, I know. Which is which is good tip. <laughs> is, is this house still with the family? No. Like, no, we moved uh, out. And that's why my little siblings don't really have, I think, the same sort uh, of sure. like, they don't they don't have your trauma. No, yeah, not that yeah, not yeah, trauma. Yeah. Like I think I, yeah. I think it's they're not pretty. they're not marked like you are. <laughs> it's like fun stories. I just like, realized, I just realized. There's there's similarities between you and uh, Reagan. Uh, you're both parents. Of, you're both children of famous actresses. And I just realized that when you said you were talking about you being 13, I was like, oh, Reagan was 13. <laughs> no, I think I did have like a moment halfway through watching that film because again I was sick. Like I was just like bedridden, also right. And then I was like, also sick. Yeah. And I was like, mom. I was like, mom, are you trying to like send me a message? Like, what's this? Is there a lesson? Is there something to be learned, to be gleaned from this? And she's like, no, I just think you're old enough. And I'm like, okay, sure. We watched The Omen that same weekend. on your shoulders. We watched The Omen also. All of the... uh, The original one, right? With uh, with, the... Yeah, of course, of course. The black and white. Yeah, we did. We watched Omen 1 and 2. So good. Also, like the more other ones. But then we didn't watch the third now because like that pisses her off. She doesn't like... She never likes the third movie in any... Like franchise installment. Wow. But except the third conjuring is coming out. But yeah, that's that's Oh Rocky Three is so good. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Okay. 
That's the other. And she also Rocky Three is Clubber Lang, right? Yes, uh, Mr. T. Yes, yes. My mom has oh. such a. She's actually a big film buff, and I think I just realized this now. That's that's super interesting. Yeah, yes. that is so cool. So that's, that's, so, that's cool. so cool. Like I, I don't know why. Like to me, it was like no, it has to be The Exorcist this time because right, if that wasn't on the list, like somebody has to put it there, and I don't know if I was the right person for that, but like. <laughs> oh, you! Oh, trust me, you are absolutely the right person. Yep, yep. <laughs> this was the Perfect. way to go. Like yep. this is fate. Yeah, this is working out really well. <laughs> so excited. Not for Miguel, but 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 for the podcast. You know? I'm so sorry, Miguel. Uh, I'm so sorry. No, 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 no. It's okay. I mean, who needs sleep? <laughs> who needs sleep, really? <laughs> I feel like such an emotional tie also because my brother's name is Miguel. So I feel like I'm so sorry, Miguel. Oh. <laughs> totally fine. <laughs> back to um, the exorcist back to the exorcist <laughs> I mean you, you talked we talked about like how scary it is but you also kind of breached on how good it was as a just as a film no? you, you <laughs> talked about the cinematography the music is incredible obviously yeah. the, the acting is incredible um, I, for me this is like uh, on my pinnacle of, of, uh, of film um, horror or not, I I love yeah. it. And seeing it again the other day, um, it solidified that theory for me. Um, it's, it's an incredible it's, film. It's what really rare of to me also. Outside of it being a horror film. Yeah, it's really rare also, I think, to me to like watch a horror film and feel sort of completely submerged in the little universe that they create. No, Like it's so hard for me nowadays mm-hmm. to suspend disbelief because… Mm-hmm. You know, I, I like watching behind the scenes stuff, sort of grew up behind the scenes, like seeing things made. Like, you know, I remember my yep. mom would make us also sometimes watch really specific scenes from her movies. And I was like, why are you making us like, she, she'll be like, okay, so I'm about to get stabbed. She'd like sit us down. She'd like, pause, she'd, be like <laughs> she'd be like, so she'd like turn around. She'd go, I'm about to be stabbed. Yeah. But I need you to know that it's just <laughs> makeup. And me and my sister would be like... Like obviously, like you're here. You know what I mean? Like you're, you, you're right here. There. Like you have us apathy. Like what? She's just like, no, I know, but like I don't know. It might be sort of traumatic to see your mom like getting stabbed. And I was like, so don't show it, like mom. Like but she's, I love you. She's like that. And like me, you know, like to me, yeah. Like I think that was like the peak. Like she couldn't sleep that night, but I was just like, no, it's fine. Like you know. But that's why it's really hard for me to suspend this belief because I think having been exposed to like so much of that stuff and like just genuinely having an interest in behind the scenes work and the artists that go in the work that goes into like making such a big work of art. But the thing about this movie is every time it starts, every time I've seen it, it's complete like immersion. Just I'm there. This is real. This is so, and it's so beautifully done so I think that's why it's so easy for mm. it to just be like just let everything go and allow yourself to be like super scared shitless you know <laughs> I think I think it's a I think it's a love letter to film honestly yeah. like um, the, the main I mean the the the, the, uh, the Reagan's mother is, is a famous actress um, there's uh, they're shooting a film on set at the beginning mm-hmm. uh, again like the, the book talks about uh, Father Karras's love for movies yeah, so like it's like like for me, I feel I find it very personal. Um, just the fact that I love movies and I love horror films, so like this is like a perfect you know, <laughs> perfect mix crossroads of, of both. Yeah, it's so meta. Exactly. That's, I think that's exactly what it is. It's Super. so meta because it's like happening. Everything is so, and that's why it sends a shiver up my spine because it's like it's so yeah. real to this day. Yeah. Obviously, it would be sort of different. I think in that moment, somebody would be taking like a, a making a TikTok. You know, and then like she's like getting possessed or something. Like I'd love oh, yeah, to see yeah. it. Yeah. I'd love to see it remade. 
in the in the current time. There's a there's an Exorcist show which is obviously not even half as good, but it's not so bad. Is it? Is it? If you're interested in it. I googled the director, Sue William Friedkin. He's still Friedkin. alive, Papala. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. He's, he's done some great movies. Yeah, yeah. like he did uh, French Connection. So he had a good 19 French Connection, yes. Mm-hmm. He did The French Connection and The Exorcist within two years of each other. Wow. Uh, boy, boys Fun the fact. Yeah. <laughs> William yes. Peter Blatty and I share the same birthday. Oh! Wow. Love it. Wala lang. <laughs> Diba? He was the one who wrote it for the movie also. He yes. did the screenplay. Yes. I find that amazing, yes. you know? Yes. That's, I what think that's why I write. Right. What, what, Exorcist? Exorcist 3, what? I think. Okay, I got it. Uh, uh, and he specifically chose uh, Friedkin for this uh, movie. Nice. Right. So he had a vision talaga. Yeah. yeah Is this based it. on a true story? Yes. Ooh. yes. It's well, based on, yeah, yeah. What's it's your... about a boy. Like Emily Rose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Story yeah. yeah. But it was a boy. It was a boy. And then they okay. changed it to a girl just to kind of hide his identity. Oh, man. America. It's freakier that it's a girl. It's freakier. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I guess I want to ask, like, do you guys believe that this would happen in real life? Because I know that there's so much conjecture like in the States and everything. And it's like, know. you know, like people... Yeah. yeah, more Western cultures siguro are like less, they're super skeptical, no? So they're always like, no. no. I, I, li- I like your story in the beginning wherein when you were in studying in your first sem in the States, parang adjust ka you realized, oh shit, these white people or these yeah. Western people, they're not into... These, these whiteies. Yeah, they, they don't have uh, they don't have this culture or belief yeah. in the supernatural like we do, yeah. Like, I'm not gonna yeah. lie, the culture so, shocks were really yeah. different. Like, you know, I think yeah. normally before, like, I expected less of a culture shock as it is because I guess social media already sort of exposes you to yeah. what the whole world is, you know, sort, sort of yeah. like in a way or like, you know, communicating with foreign... Like, it's not that... It's not that big a gap anymore to bridge. But the culture shocks, the, the tiny culture shocks were definitely... They piled up. Huh? Like there was a lot of that. Yeah. And then I realized also that so much of like their work ethic, for example, is like it's it's their entire life. Like they're so completely mm. invested oh. in that stuff. And that's why I think there's little there's little to no sort of fantastical aspect in their lives so much, you know? And I, yeah. I and my This heart- is why this is mm-hmm. yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to answer. No, no, go, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna say this is why like uh, when 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 them whiteies do a remake of an Asian horror film, that's so it's not bad. as believable. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> because they don't commit to it fully. Yeah. Oh. Like they don't get because like, they don't actually believe it. Exactly. Whereas here, it's so, like, but there's such. I feel as if there's something really. I don't know. There's something just really that makes me feel really secure. I, in in a weird way, like in watching a horror film, there is something that makes me feel more secure in knowing that, like, I believe a lot of this. As opposed to mm. it being like, right? because I, I I don't know. Like to me, I'm like I, I sometimes I look and if it's like a bit, a really scary movie or something like that, sometimes I'll look at my friends and I'll be like, if you don't believe this, you're next. Like you're next. Like at least <laughs> wow. you know. I'm like I'm like at least I know what to do in in the event of the exorcism. Like, I don't know how to explain that. It's really trivial. But technically, even in the movie, they didn't believe it, right? For the longest time, yeah. Yeah, Father end, Damien yeah. was just Skeptic, like you yeah. know. We can't it's, prove it's, this. He yeah, was talking to her. 
And even after that scene, he doubted it. Yeah. Her yeah, face yeah. was messed up. Like she had green contacts. Yeah, That's not a sickness. That's not psychological. That's not like I <laughs> they did really. Really? Like her eyes are green. <laughs> <laughs> She's tied to a bed with a different yeah. voice. Like really? This is psychological. She just gave you three voices, Pat. She just gave you three voices. And one of them was your mom. One of them was literally yeah. your mother. Oh, man, How could you, anybody know? You guys that? should read up on you guys should read up on the woman who did the voice uh, acting for, ah, for Reagan. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. Why? Uh, I'm going to get some facts wrong, but like she's a voice actor. Uh, They cast her specifically for this because of the quality of her voice. Uh, And then when they cast her, she was like, uh, you know, I I mean, I'm like devoutly Catholic. I'm not a big fan of of this, uh, you know, of this, uh, this this whole thing where, you know, I'm going to be talking like the devil. And uh, I'm actually sober for a while now, but to do this role, I'm going to have to drink. I'm going to have to smoke. Yeah. yeah. You, and then, so she did all of that. Mm. Yeah. To, to give, give that like really the, the gravelly quality of her voice. Mm-hmm. So she was like drunk and smoking and oh no, while, while she was saying those lines and, and, and like it re- apparently really, really affected her um, uh, afterwards or during actually. Yeah. Yeah. So you re- read up about it. It's pretty interesting. Commit. Yeah. She, she committed. Yeah. Hundred percent. Damn. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. Sanat like, was worth it. I'm gonna be tucked into my cover tonight, like fully. <laughs> you know. You know how if your foot is not outside of the blanket, then whatever's under oh, your yeah, bed. Oh yeah, the shark is gonna get. Yeah, it. It, whatever's or under what, your bed. Or whatever's or whatever's out there. Yeah. Or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Exactly. Like the dark can't get it. As if you think you are gonna be like that, I wonder what Miguel's gonna be doing. <laughs> He's on your all, all lights are on. He's gonna be playing the circle. Yeah. We're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're not gonna leave the zoom until there's I don't know, sunlight. Can I just, can I just everybody stay everybody stay online? Everybody stay online. Can I recommend we, we can't find the exit? I have a really, really good technique when it comes to like when something gets too scary in a man. Like in any okay. at any point in life. All you have to do is sing a one direction song in your head. Ah, That's all you have to do because this. as soon, right? Because like as soon as like the, it's like a really scary scene in the movie, and you know that the jump, the jump, like scare is gonna come really soon and yeah. everything. <laughs> Just start singing what makes you beautiful because nothing scary <laughs> can happen when oh you're insecure. Don't unless, know what for you know. Like I, unless I, unless my mug sing along with you. <laughs> <laughs> and they're funny. So you have a you have a great nice. story. Oh, yeah, it's funny. We can yeah. we can bond over it. Yeah. Yeah, me and, me and whatever. Me, me and whatever the is presence. behind you. The presence? Maybe you light up my world like nobody. <laughs> oh my god! How I how I kind of get away when I'm like super scared. I think I share this with a lot of people in production, and I don't know. Maybe if uh, I, I'm sure your mom does it as well. It's like you always think about like yeah. So the camera was on the right. Uh, there's a big like Janet light behind yeah. you. Um, you know uh, the the blood is is syrup and food coloring and whatever to make it thicker. You can break it down into small pieces. Yeah, just to, to kind of separate the, you from what's that, happening. As opposed to the disaster currently unfolding. Also, it might yeah, help now exactly. to know that whenever you guys are watching those scenes, just know that I probably watched those same scenes. And heard my mom's yeah. voice in my head going, "Yee, yeah. <laughs> 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 Or like, she, you know, the very, very rare, like, oh, shit. Or like, oh my God. Like, like, and I'm just like, either way, you've broken. Like, that's the thing. My mom 
is my is my disbelief in terms of suspension of disbelief. She is my disbelief because <laughs> whenever mm. the movie starts, <laughs> it's like that I hear her. She's with me in my heart mm. and my mind. <laughs> 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 what a, um, I'm I'm really interested because we've been talking about obviously because of the exorcist, but we've been talking about like spiritual horror. Is there any other specific type of sub genre in horror that scares you? Uh, Lovecraftian horror. Lovecraftian horror. Lovecraftian. I'm a huge fan. Interesting. I'm such a big fan that I literally started writing up a concept album called Cosmic Horror because my first, I think, is going to be called Outer Space. And the second, I want to deal with like the existential, giant, overwhelming dread of things in outer because outer mm-hmm. space is both the thing I love most in the world and the thing that scares me most in the world. So, damn, sure. oh, yeah, I can't. What was the last good uh, Lovecraftian film you saw? Um, I actually haven't seen any films I've only ever read. So that's oh, yeah, there, that's my there are own, bunch. I think you'll really enjoy. Yeah, that's my own assignment yeah. now. Um, actually, like as soon as I came up with that, I was like, Cosmic Horror is such a pretty like concept name for a thing especially for people who have no idea what they're like getting into like through this mm-hmm. thing about like just like i really i literally don't know what's out there and that's what's so scary to me right now because mm. there's so many possibilities like i think that yeah. yeah i'm gonna have to if you have any what what's your favorite film lovecraftian film favorite uh maybe in the mouth of madness but there's a good one that came out the, a few years ago oh no uh, mandy came out two years ago nick mm-hmm. cage um and uh, Lovecraft. Color, and you, what, yes. what is what is the definition of Lovecraft? color out of space? Also came out last year. That's a, another good one. Another one starring uh, Nick Cage. Mm. Um, I love Nick Cage. I miss Nick Cage. His presence was so very strong again in my childhood. Fun yes. fact: We share a birthday. Oh, no way! <laughs> Wow, this this episode really ties itself up like yeah. so neatly. Yeah. <laughs> William, Peter, Nick, and me. What's up, Capricorns? Wait, when's your birthday? Yes. When's your birthday? Jan seven. Yeah. My mom's birthday is Jan six. Capricorns, <laughs> the coolest people ever. Damn. Wait, so I think you have Damn. the same birthday as. Let me let me check out. You have the same birthday as Elvis. my first ever, my best friend, Beagle. <laughs> my, my dog. <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> <laughs> That's great. What happened nine You're months all before the January? <laughs> <laughs> What's nine months before January? Why are there so many people? I can't that? compute. Oh my God. <laughs> no idea. No idea. But yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. See? Yeah, Lovecraftian. I need to. I need to watch some more some Lovecraftian movies. Like that's what I need to. I mean. And to answer Miguel's question, mm. wait, I'll I'll Google it up for you because Should I just it. know it has a lot to do with like existential dread and like very sci-fi creatures. There's some yeah. creatures. Yeah, there's a lot of here. Sometimes used Lovecraftian horror, sometimes used interchangeably with cosmic horror, is a subgenre of horror fiction and weird fiction that emphasizes the horror of the unknowable and incomprehensible. So, it's so good. literally existential dread. <laughs> so more than gore or, yeah. or elements of shock. So it's named after H.P. Lovecraft because yeah, those are all of his works like cosmic dread, forbidden and dangerous knowledge, madness, non-human influences on humanity, mm-hmm. religion and superstition, <laughs> stuff like that. I it's think very, it's thing. very bro. It's very like all encompassing. Like you can even sneak religion into that. A yeah. little and. But yeah, that's really cool. It's okay because it's like it's mm. what you it's literally being afraid of what you don't know. And I feel like 
take yeah. you i can't like that's the kind of thing that makes my mind go like out of control i feel as i, I feel like you're, i've been like catapulted into outer space and i'm just rolling and rolling and it's infinite and nobody's there that's so scary i've had <laughs> dreams like that yeah. too many dreams like that <laughs> wow. damn but it's not necessarily sci-fi no it's still very uh creature i mean it's still very mystery oriented i guess yeah i think so because yeah, yeah. it's not so much i don't like think it. i've seen any movie like that <laughs> yeah that's why i i, I huh. feel like i've been I, I think i might have been deliberately avoiding it because like the books were so like <laughs> to me and it shaped so much of what i'm actually afraid of like the, in, the <laughs> oh my god the existential dread in the middle of the night do you ever wake up at like four in the morning and you're just like scared of something no oh, okay. and you don't know what it is <laughs> I was expecting everybody to be like, yeah. <laughs> Miguel will be number one there. Number yeah. one. Yo, you do. No, for me, when I wake up, no, when I wake up in the morning, that means I've survived. But I've in many occasions, I've waked up in the middle of the night or like, you know, pag dark pa. And like, and for somebody who's not a, a believer or a, somebody who's more of a skeptic mm-hmm. and who doesn't have a third eye, parang I really, my dreams get weird and I, and my and my sleeping experience always gets weird. Like there's, I always feel a presence or like you know. But Ooh. it's also you're also in the middle of whether you're dreaming or real life. So it's hard to tell. Yeah. But I, I've had very I've had very vivid dreams wherein well, lucid dreams wherein <gasps> I think it's real and it's horror. But I know it's a dream, so I I, I kind of control it a little. Parang yan. Mm-hmm. Like to a to a skeptic like me, that's just like psychology and the subconscious. But to a person who believes in the supernatural. May meaning yun, di ba? Parang, yeah. I think you're connected. I, th- I think you're connected to something else. You know, you're like, what right. the Have you guys ever gotten sleep paralysis? Yes. Yes. I don't. Like, at least I've twice never. a year. I've never. Like, <laughs> That's I cool. Not, yeah. It's not fun. Yeah. It's not fun. It's not yeah, fun. It's not fun. Like, but uh, the best thing to do is recognize that it's sleep paralysis mm-hmm. and then go back to sleep so that you can wake up. May ganun eh. Parang, mm. I don't know. Like, what does it and mean? And I know, right? you try to yell. So yeah. mine was, so my experience, and it's only happened to me twice ever. Okay. I was sleeping and then my dream was, it was it was something like outdoors. It was an outdoors dream. Wala lang was happening. But the whole time, there was like a really far black figure. <gasps> na hindi ko pinapansin. Hindi ko pinapansin. Outdoor, it's just mm. there. And then it caught my attention and then suddenly, it goes really fast towards my face. Bam! And then I open my eyes and I can't move. Oh my God. Yes, and I so can't good. say anything. And I was trying to call my mom. Voila. And I was just like that. So it's only happened to me twice ever. And I never want it to happen again. Holy <laughs> crap. I did not never realize. Again. Also, part of my me being like jarred right now is I did not realize that the glasses you have on on Zoom are a filter. Because <laughs> when you uh, asked like that, when she put her hand next to her face, just, yeah. I was like, wow. I thought that you were like, <laughs> that freaked me out. Yep. Oh my God. I'm the filter user That's in the group. So scary. That's me. This one time, <laughs> this one time though, I was like about to sleep or like I couldn't because I, I sort of, I've, I've had insomnia since I was 14, 15-ish. And it's not to do with like just fear of things. It's just to do with the, I cannot sleep and this is so, you know, parang, do you ever get that? Like your brain is really loud and it's like hard. Oh, that's me now, yeah. Yeah, so sorry. <laughs> but yeah, this one, this one night I was just like, you know, trying really hard. And I was like, like, I was praying that like, God, like, please, I really just want to sleep because I have, I'm pretty sure I had like a test the next morning, you know, and I was like, I don't want to wake up at 6 a.m. It's already 3 a.m. Like, I don't want to, you know, I, I could already feel myself like I might get sick. And then 
like literally I was like about to sleep now like about I felt myself you know when you you like cut yourself like about to sleep now something literally went into my face and was like wake up and I was like oh I was like thank you that's like stuff like that so that's a Has that ever happened again, Frankie? Na you're about to drift off and somebody speaks to you to wake up. <laughs> um, it hasn't happened recently, thank God. Well, what's a what? Nah, thank nah, God it nah, hasn't nah. happened recently. But yeah. So it's happened to me so many times that I'm about to fall asleep and then a loud audible thing wakes me up. Like it's either my doorbell or a bang or it's never a voice, but it's always yeah. like a loud, natural sounding sound. Like and then it's nothing. Nothing in my room is doing that. Like nothing fell. Nobody's at the door. It's in your head. And I ha- Yeah, I had to Google it, and apparently it's a phenomenon. Like mm. it's explained by science, but also you know it's weird. Yeah, I can but, feel but, Miguel's but can skepticism. Science, I can feel Miguel's skepticism. Can science explain, explain the person behind you right now? <laughs> I did that to my best friend once, but she didn't believe me because I do that to her all the time. But at one point, there really was something behind her, and I was like, Dude, <laughs> like I was like, Sophia, I don't know how to tell you this, but there's literally a figure like behind you right now, and she was like, Oh no, that's just my that's my mannequin for like fashion school, and I was like, Girl. I wish you told me because like literally the hair was like that. It looked like Sadafo was like creeping up on her, and, and it was so funny because I was like, I, if I tell this girl, she's not gonna believe me because I do this to her so often. You know what I mean? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> We actually use that joke on Miguel all the time, so I don't know why he still gets scared. And it, and it works half the time, but like, yeah. like, it still works. It still works. Yeah. How about you guys? Just to kind of. Keep this going about uh, what what sub sub genre scares you. How about how about you guys, um, uh, uh-huh. Miguel and Good Aaron? Question. Good question, Aaron. Yeah, uh-huh. non non religious horror, non spiritual horror. Yeah, Mumu talaga scares me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm terrified of Mumu, and I've said this on many of our episodes. But the thing that scares me the most all the time is Magandang Gabi Bayan Halloween edition every <laughs> yeah. single time. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. they talk about places you know. Sa isang yeah. barangay, sa Makati. And like, yeah. <laughs> 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 I remember so being that's, really that's hyped before for like Shake, Rattle, and Roll film. But then eventually I was sort of like, uh, I, I kind of grew out of them now, I guess. But like there's... We, there we've seen one? a couple. <laughs> yeah. We've seen a couple for the show. For that, yeah. It's a mixed bag. It yeah. is, no. It really is. There's, there's, there's good stuff, and then there's, there's like some really good stuff. Yeah. Man. There's yeah. Some and like, some really bad. Wow. Stuff as well. What was that? Uh, yeah. What? How about you, Miguel? Oh, oh. Should I thought you heard something and like? No, no, no. No, I was talking about. I was just talking about shake, shake, rattle, and roll. Like, there's some good stuff, and there's some like. What was that? Imagine it stop your heart, going on. Anyway, so. I think for me, yeah. Aside from the spiritual horror, uh, I think poltergeist stuff would also freak me out. Like, mm-hmm. Isn't that the same? Like spiritual, like sometimes it's not the right? like. Sometimes it's just like a, a terrorizing ghost. It's not religion. I don't. I don't know. Maybe oh, okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, lumping yeah. religion and yeah, yeah. spiritual horror. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with monsters. I'm fine with monsters. Uh, of, apparently, I'm fine Killers. with uh, yeah, body gore. But <laughs> anything, and it, I think at the it's really super. Not, and then if it's A very specific kind of uh, supernatural stuff, like sp- like if it's very local or very specific to a country. You know, my my content called like Asian sure. Asian horror yeah, is yeah, like yeah. oh my god, yeah. 
like a Roy freaked the fuck out of me. That was that was. Remember we had to like it's just like for me that was so scary. Na it's like a smidge under Ringu lang ah. Ganon ka scary yung Noroi for me. Like Ringu, yeah. Ringu's totally horror, like horrifying and scary. But and then Noroi is almost up there. It was the it was the the docu treatment, no? Yeah, yeah. The, that's the that's why because it it adds to the weirdness. Know, weirdness. Yeah. It's on YouTube, Gaki, if you want to watch. Please send it to me. Because I've watched a couple, I've watched a couple like Thai and Chinese films with my mom. But the thing is, I never remember. I'm really bad with titles in general. Like, I'm really, really bad. Sure. Unless yeah. it's something punchy like Shutter The Exorcist. <laughs> Shutter holds up, right? Didn't we see Shutter recently, guys? Was that yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. That's That holds up. That's very good. Yeah. Very good. Uh, What's uh, What are the l- more recent horror films that, that you've kind of enjoyed, Frankie? Like really enjoyed or like just sort of like really. I mean, I sort of watched because that's the thing. <laughs> enjoyed I feel or like, we're scared of. Uh, what, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I think that um, in terms of fear, it's really the Conjuring too. I can't explain. I think it was the whole nun thing. I think that's what it was because mm-hmm. I don't yeah. like. There was that. a nun. Yes. Yeah, oh, you did it. What? It was the painting. No it way. was the painting for me because I, you know, I generally have the that that one scene where Lorraine goes into like the room and then the paintings there and then the shadows like moving. Yeah. Like that's the one that that's, really, a, that's like, a good scene. I was like, oh my god, because I don't know why. And like the ending was really nice, right? Like they put together the recording tapes and stuff like that, and it wasn't so annoying. So that was like that. That kept me awake for a good like four days, maybe. I was literally like, I can't do it. Especially because it didn't help that we had like a rat problem at home at the time. <laughs> so like, <laughs> so the sound. Yeah, in the middle of the night, I just yeah. like, and I'm just like, stop it, like, please, like you know what I mean. So <laughs> it just wasn't. I feel like whenever I watch horror movies that are supposed to really scare me, God like throws some stuff my way, <laughs> like in terms of okay, so now the house will be. Now there's gonna be a rat problem just to make sure that you this really drove it home for you. But yeah. Koresma, we were talking about Koresma. Like I I forgot how much I actually really love that movie. Not to sound like it's mm. plugging my mom or anything, but that is like the only mm-hmm. I mean, sorry, there's a book here. But like just the fact that she's like <laughs> I'm so sorry because <laughs> But like, I heard the, I heard the sound first then like sometimes there's also here and then we'll count like oh, yes. every year. But, oh, pala, you're, in, you're in the farm yeah, in she's the in the farm, farm. <laughs> she's in the farm but I uh, know I think what made Quaresma really fun also for my mom is that yun nga, that's the first and only she's made like 63 movies 60 something yeah. movies and that's the first and only horror movie she's ever done as a fan as a oh, super fan of horror wow so that was that's like so strange right but it was so important like to that's her. the only one yeah wow it was really good like it made me think it didn't scare me as much mm. I think but like psychological thriller wise like super beautiful and I love Eric Matthews work so good yeah uh, he he did another horror film right, right before, before that Seclusion that's uh, oh yeah pretty damn good too I saw mm. I saw fragments of it I wasn't able to finish mm-hmm. it. I forget why. I think it might have been because we were like watching it for Filipino class. So like, that's why. Okay, so like, that God. reminds me. That re- <laughs> so that like reminds really me I still have class. to, I feel the urge to call Chris Mr. Costello. <laughs> like, it's, taking, <laughs> it's taking me back. It's taking me back to those days. But yeah. Like, <laughs> sorry, I had to plug in. That's awesome. So yeah. It's so, Mr. Costello. <laughs> yes, yes, ma'am. Would you like to? Uh, would you like to give any words of uh, ha- ha- anything about The Exorcist that you? Yeah, I think I enjoyed? think we should. Uh, let's uh, 
Mr. Why don't, why, why don't we do? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> why, why don't we do the? Uh, why don't we go back and we? we why don't? Why don't we kind of? Uh, I think it's a great time to kind of uh, wrap wrap things up. Mm-hmm. Why don't we all? I'll do go this? first because I have the I have the most lightweight. Yeah. I have the most lightweight opinion. One last word on on the Exorcist yeah. before mm-hmm. before we head out. This was uh, this was a really scary movie for me when I saw it 25 years ago. How, wait wait wait! How how old were you 25 years ago? You were 19. Uh, oh, shit. 99, oh, right? No, no, Gago. I was like 17. No, it Nin- came out in 99. It, it wasn't 25 years ago, dude. It was like uh, 21 years ago. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Tina, wow. not some math. Well, what a big difference. <laughs> call, call majors. Damn. Anyway, so yeah, 20 years ago, I saw it. Scared me enough to not see it again for the second time for this pod. Even for uh, this podcast. Yeah, but even tell them. watching it respectfully for our guests <laughs> who requested it. No, 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 disres- <laughs> no disrespect, man. It was just really scary. No, yeah, but no, I, I understand. Say, like, it's completely fine because yeah. it's The Exorcist. Like, I get it. Like, yeah. <laughs> and parang, there's enough detail naman in my mind <laughs> to not warrant a rewatch. But tama si Frangina, you know, nothing before, before that, that was like that. that. And then mm-hmm. everything that came after awards yeah. was like, you know, would reference this movie. And that's that was the value. S- that was the stick yeah. that they measured yeah. itself. Yeah. And it's really well made. It's a beautiful film from what I remember. <laughs> Can I go next, Aaron? Go ahead. Sure. Go ahead. Awesome. Um, uh, big, super big fan uh, of The Exorcist. Obviously, both, both the film and the book. Uh, bo- also a fan of both uh, the author and the, the director, William, uh, mm. Friedkin. Um, again, super holds up to this day. Uh, Super love it as a film, not just as a horror film. Super glad that we got to watch it again. Um, uh, one day, I will make sure that Miguel gets to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> during daytime. Let's do it. Let's do during it. Daytime. Group. Group during daytime. During no. daytime. Let's do it. Don't start it during daytime because it will end in the night. Like, you're going to be left <laughs> no, with that effect. No, the whole by daytime, night. I mean morning. Morning. <laughs> like, there's a, there's a, there's a, at nine. And then we can have a good lunch afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, absolutely big fan. And uh, you know, maybe I can convince my wife to name our second child Damien if you can uh, <laughs> I'll try a second time. I'll probably fail, but yeah. But yes, Erin. All go. right. So uh I absolutely loved it. Uh having seen it again today, seeing it during the day, which was mm. a smart move for me yep. with smart the blinds job. up, you know what I mean? In aircon. Um, I really enjoyed watching it again because I forgot how scary it actually was. And I remember seeing it with a group of friends. Now I just saw it with one friend. It's scarier the less you are. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. And um, yeah, I would recommend it. I would recommend it as a film, as a horror film. So good. I recommend it also. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, Frankie, right. any last words on The Exorcist? I think I'm going to start my last, my final word with words of my mom regarding this film mm. and the Rocky films, but only those films. So there's <laughs> and like, the Rocky like, films. The Rocky films I love it. and The Exorcist. And if you, you, like, I remember she would ask me, like, have you seen this film? And I'd be like, mom, I'm eight. I watch what you show me. And she'd be like, oh, that's right. Because, <laughs> And then this is always, this is the most quotable, like, I can hear her saying it right now in my head, so I have to say this. I feel compelled. She'd be like, you're missing half your life. 
and I'd be wow. like, she would say it <laughs> wow. with such dramatic delivery as well that you'd feel utterly compelled. You couldn't, <laughs> you could not say no. She'd be whipping out her laptop, already typing in the movie title, and you can't leave. Like you had plans with your friends, cancel them because you're missing half your life. <laughs> you need to watch this movie. So I think that cinematically such a masterpiece from beginning to end you do need the stomach for it though so like if anybody who's listening hasn't seen this yet i think you absolutely must see it but devote energy and like time and like a day mm-hmm. you know what i mean like don't think that it's like a casual watch because it definitely mm. is not it will linger in your yeah. mind it will leave it will carve itself yeah. into your brain and you need to be prepared yep. for that build a little house mm-hmm. now. Have a yeah. yeah. Sage Have a cleansing ritual yeah. in yeah, in place. Have a little Burn sage some cleansing. sage right yeah. after. Yeah. Save save Cha. make that part of make already devote like a little chunk of your brain that can be scarred by this forever. You know, make it homey. <laughs> make it, you know? And then just mm. but like that's so true. Honestly, I love the characters in it because they're so well rounded. It doesn't feel as if it's just horror for the sake of being scary. You know, it feels like there's a story that's being told and there are dynamics that are being explored. That a lot of, let alone like drama films, like dramatic films, like not even horror films, like a lot of cinema, like doesn't normally access that part, no, that depth in like the art. And that's what, re- mm. that's what I really love about it. And I think that it's crazy that it's a, it just happened to be a horror film. Like, I think that's what it is. Yeah. It's a, it's a masterpiece. It's so perfect. Please watch it. Uh, I'm gonna watch it again and again and again and again. I'm gonna like like, analyze it. I need to desensitize myself also. I need to desensitize myself and be like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. I love that. So thank you so much, Frankie. Uh, Before we go, is there anything you'd like to promote as an independent artist? (laughs) Or or as an activist on the right side. On the correct side. As uh, Aaron said. Uh-huh. Actually, by the time this Go. podcast is out, I think my EP will be out. If it's not yet, it's yes. very nice. It's a bunch of sad songs, the man. So, like, if you're yes. like in the mood to not get scared but just be really like sad, like, please do check out that EP. Mm. It's called. I, I guess I could say it now. It's gonna be called About Her yeah. Space, which is mm. okay. About I'm looking forward. So that's gonna be fun. Wait, is it a bit? Is it folksy or is it like it's, you know? What it's is, what sort is of the... more okay. So like basically it's. Boy, we're gonna get sandy now. <laughs> like, no, it's like a, it's like a compilation. <laughs> this is this is this is our, this is our cleansing now. <laughs> cleansing, cleansing ritual, cleansing ritual. It's like a compilation of songs that I wrote a couple of years ago, now. So like, still mm. in Miss Costello days. <laughs> Sorry, Miss Costello. <laughs> but yeah, so, still like, in Miss Costello days. Still Miss Costello. Oh days. my god, this is gonna, date, wrote this this gonna date us forever. <laughs> I think. I think if I ever see it, like when I see you guys in real life manifesting that as well, like I'm gonna mm, definitely yes. feel pressured. I'm gonna be like Mr. Costello all the way. I'm so sorry. Especially if Miss Maggie's there. Especially if she's there because we still DM each other and I'm still like Miss Mags. Like I miss you, but she's always gonna be missed me. Like I can't. Like it's weird. And you know that you know you know that Miss Maggie's younger than Mr. Co- Mr. Chris. That's right? why. So I feel extra compelled to be like you know I can't pull <laughs> extra compelled. <laughs> I love that. If we all see each other, it's gonna be hey Mix, hey Aaron, hey Mr. Costello. <laughs> do you know? Do you know? Do you know Frankie? Do you know that Miguel and Aaron haven't met in real life? Yeah. Oh my gosh! No, I can we, fully believe we met that. during. Yeah, this thing, this whole pan, this whole podcast was created during the pandemic, and we've never had a chance to meet. Oh my god! Yeah. That's so hard. Maybe to one time I'll drive. 
I'll drive. I'll drive by Aaron and say hi. Just <laughs> wave out to the window. Oh my god! Wait about the music. Sorry. No. Yes. So oh, you, you, that's yeah. pretty much it. Like there's probably an EP out. And yeah. um, also, yes. I don't know awesome. what else. To, I don't know what else to promote. Um, gay rights. Uh, Sony Bill. Like, <laughs> like you know, everything yeah. like. Guys, oh, register to vote! Oh, there we go, register to yes. vote. That's the one. That's there the one. That's the one. That's the September's one. coming Thank quick, you. guys. September's coming quick. Yeah. Please register to vote. Please, dear God, please register to vote. If you don't know how to, you can go Amen. to bit.ly/irehistro. I remember the link because I give it to everybody. And uh, yeah. good job. That's, that's beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. Love and it. All right. I, I yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So thank you so much, Frankie. It was so much fun. This was so you fun. Here. This was so, so fun. much fun. I love you guys. Thank you, so thank much. you for coming on. Thank you. And for the people listening, thank you so much for listening to this episode. We hope we didn't spook you too much. So uh, we're going to close off and please follow us on our social media. We have an Instagram called at Dead Air Pod and uh, subscribe to our episode, of course, uh, episode, subscribe to our podcast as well. Listen to all the other episodes and we hope that uh, you can get to sleep tonight. (laughs) So (laughs) take care. Unlike Miguel. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Brought to you by Big Baby Studios.